For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Well, I have a very special guest on my show today, Melissa Fino, who we have must have been in contact for about a year knowing of each other and never actually speaking to each other. So today on the podcast, we have saved everything, getting to know each other, um, to do it in front of you all. So hopefully I'll ask all the questions that everyone needs answers to and find out a little bit more about Melissa and the work that she does. And before I bring her in, the reason why I asked Melissa to come on was because I noticed a story that she'd done on her Instagram where she'd said she'd been doing some money mindset work with her clients. And I was like, damn, right, that's it. I need to get this lady on my podcast. And we've got friends in common, so... Um, and just for whatever reason, we've never connected it. Today was the day to connect. So, Melissa, tell everyone a little bit about what you do and where you are based in the world. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me on, Jude. I think that this is the beautiful gift of community, right? Of women yeah. supporting women. We've we've known each other for a year, but we really haven't um, actually had a proper chat or a call. That's beautiful. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still supporting each other in the background. Yeah. Um, so I currently, right? I currently live in San Diego, California, um, which is amazing because we would have never connected had it not been for this beautiful world of online. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a business coach for female entrepreneurs. I have been coaching for about seven years. Um, also a best-selling author of a book called Little Miss Perfect. And um, I just love 
Um, I'm all about the impact. I love helping women make mm -hmm. more money so that they can help mm -hmm. more lives. Give us a typical client that would come to work with you and what they would be struggling with. Yeah. So, I mean, we are all continuous evolutions in ourselves, right? So my business and the client that I have worked with has definitely evolved. But the women who I work with now are typically a coach or consultant who is stuck at a money ceiling. And that's typically going to be about a 5K or 10K mark. And they're mm -hmm. looking to experience a higher level where they're going to consistent 20K or consistent 50K months but they don't know how to do that. <laughs> so then I'm gonna ask you a question that I'm intrigued to be answer about then. Do you find that, cause I know like everything is like 80% mindset, 20% action. Is that when you're working with those five, 10K monthers, do you find that the work that you have to do is strategy or mindset? It's all mindset. When you're already making 5K or 10K, you already know the strategies of what you should be doing. There's some different things that need to be streamlined, but the other portions are mindset and energy. I don't want you to give all your secrets away on my podcast, obviously, <laughs> but I guess the other question that I want to ask you, because I'm always so intrigued when somebody has smashed their money mindset, because it's the thing that I've held on to the longest. Everything else... I don't have any mindset struggles with, but because I didn't come from money, I still have a very kind of, it's a, it's a spot I am working on my money mindset. So tell me then a little bit about your past money mindset. Have you always had a good money mindset? And, and, and how you feel now about money and the work you've done on it. Okay, let's just say that when you said, have you always had a good money mindset? I laughed because that is so not true. <laughs> it's so not true at all. Both of my parents migrated to the United States from Portugal together at an early age. My father had a second grade education. My mom um, had four jobs consistently while I was growing up. So wow. I was... Yeah, what I saw was that money was, you know, they worked really, really hard, but you had to work hard to receive it, to have it available for you. And it's not to say that money wasn't in our home because it was definitely there. It's just that I always saw that there was little of it and to get more of it, I used to say you had to rob Peter to, to pay Paul to do those kinds of things. One, one issue that I had as a money block. And then I also had so many personal struggles within my life where I felt as if I wasn't good enough and these different emotions that held me back. I mean, I'm a high school dropout who, after 20 years of dropping out of high school, went on and received her master's from a prestigious university here in the state. So, but within that, from dropping out of high school until I decided to go back to college and begin that process, I lived a completely comfort zone life. I never felt good enough. I, I write about all of this in my book, but that definitely went into my money story. And that definitely went into, I've had experiences where, you know, I was living paycheck to paycheck or almost evicted because I had set my money barometer so low and I just got in that comfort zone stage and I never saw that I could actually, I was responsible for setting it high. What opened your eyes to the fact that you were the one that had set that barometer? Like, where did you realize that actually you were restricting yourself? 
I started to do all of the mindset work. I started to open myself up more. I started to immerse myself in the opposite way of what I was living so that I could recondition myself and recalibrate myself to where I wanted to be. And that's what happens with let's be honest, when there's so many coaches and consultants and online business owners, we're not taught to to receive money at these rapid higher levels that we truly desire to receive it. So 10K months is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. And then when you're when you're stuck there, you've now set yourself at that barometer. So now it's how are you going to open yourself up and become the next level identity to receive that higher level, which you truly desire. So did you work with somebody then to go from knowing that, okay, right, I'm a, I'm a high, st- high school dropout, like didn't get any grades. Then how do you go from that to then going back and getting your degree, writing a book, etc.? cetera? Like what, what happened in that gap? Who did you work with? What did you read? What did you do? Did you have to hit like ridiculous rock bottom to get back up again? Or was it just somebody said, oh, here's a book, read this? Definitely not. Here's a book, read this. The catalyst for change that happened for for me in deciding to go back to school was when my father passed away. So he was my best friend in life. He always Um, looked at me as a higher version of what I saw myself as. So when he passed away, I realized that I wanted to become the woman that he saw me as like, it was now my, my job in life to, 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 to believe in myself, you know, to take the belief that he had in me and to carry that on and to become what he saw that I always could be. So from there, yeah. Um, Oh my God. So literally It'll be 14 years in February. When that happened, I, I started to do the steps, you know, the small little baby steps that would change who I was. So I went to community college and then I got, um, you know, like I started getting A's. I got accepted into the, I went to the state school, graduated Phi Alpha with honors there. And then that ended up, I was living in Connecticut at the time, which is on the East coast of the States. And that ended up bringing me to one of the most prestigious universities here in the States to be able to graduate there with my master's. The the crazy thing is you just keep following the steps in life and it brings you to where you are. It was actually, I was um, on a journey to becoming a social worker, but a licensed therapist. And during my last semester of at the university, I took a coaching and consultation course. Wow. Yeah. And that opened the journey. So I immediately started my business right after graduate school. Wow. So you went back to school, college school, master's in your early 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I moved wow. across the state. I oh moved across goodness. the country. Like I changed my whole entire life after my father passed away. That was rock bottom for me. Well, that was the beginning of me becoming my next level. And then ever Mm -hmm. since then, it's like every year or two, there's completely another level that is entered. And it's just when you continuously do the work. Yeah. Yeah. It's that success cycle, isn't it? It's like you have a goal, you take action, you get the result, you increase your belief, you increase your goal, 
and you just stay in that lovely, lovely cycle as long as you can keep your mindset on track, isn't it? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what was the what's the biggest thing that you've learned about money mindset and how to stay on track if that if if you could do that in a nutshell like what's some key lessons that you've learned about money mindset yeah so the biggest thing that i think that happens is once you hit your your barometer of what that is and you're staying consistent there then we start to get comfortable just as with everything in life so this is the comfort zone of your money place and you put money on a higher shelf than you right so for us, we have yeah. 10K consistent months, let's just say that. So the 50K months mm-hmm. are now on a shelf and they're like, oh, you can't get them. They're higher than you, blah, blah, blah. Your job is to realize that you are the value. You are the value mm-hmm. and not money. You are the person who creates the money. Like without, without human beings, without us, money would never exist. Yeah. So how is it possible that we we place it higher than us, right? So it's all about connecting, finding out why you're doing that, not getting in the hesitation state where you're allowing money to control you where you are in this moment because you're concerned about what's happening in two weeks from now or four weeks from now mm-hmm. and using that anxiety energy that that would be going that way right now and where you can create the opportunities to expand and the expansive level that happens with those big big mega money jumps that we all desire to have is something that doesn't require you to work more it's actually something that requires you to look internally about how you want to work how you want to show up how you want to expand and model those behaviors so that the people within your communities can actually see them and and adapt them and and get into your energy, into your vortex and see that. Because I don't think that, I mean, some people may want to work more, but personally, I don't want to work more. (laughs) I want to earn more by enjoying my life. Definitely. And how you described it there. So my thought then went to, I was listening to, oh God, who was it? Amanda Francis talk about Mm -hmm. money mindset and she talked about how she just doesn't have a resistance to it it's like she sees money like she would a relationship she just allows it to flow in and I guess and you can tell me if if you disagree on this or not but I think when you have a when it's when something's not a limiting belief Mm -hmm. It's just a belief, so therefore you don't realize. It's not something you focus on anymore because we tend to not focus on our strong beliefs because they're just there. It's part of our makeup. It's who we are. So I don't, you know, I don't have a limiting belief about friendships. Mm. So therefore, it's not my main focus of like, oh my god, like I don't have any friends or I need to have more friends. I don't have a limiting belief about having a man in my life. So it's not my focus of like oh my God, like, uh, you know, what happens if I don't meet anyone? Because I have my husband and that that came very easily into my life because I'd set a marker on that. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference between resistance, this has just came to me as you're talking. So the difference between resistance and accepting and allowing it in at a different energy pace is that 
resistance means that you're probably thinking about it all the time. It's like what you said about putting that money on the shelf, right? It feels so out of reach. It's like putting a guy on a shelf and you go on a date and he's so high on that shelf, that pedestal that you've put him on, that it seems out of reach. So you absolutely royally mess that up, that date, that experience, because you're like, oh my God, what if he doesn't text back? And it's kind of the same with money. It's like, oh my God, what if I don't, get a client or you know or or I don't know I can't get that new position that I'm working towards if you weren't in resistance to it you would just be so comfortable that that is your expectation that that is your energetic level that that's what's going to come to you so therefore it does Mm. have I described would you describe that better or it doesn't right I there's a beautiful description definitely right like you are attracting what yeah. you're putting out there, repelling. I'm, I actually had a conversation with mm. one of my clients and you actually explained this more beautifully than I did. I said, imagine second grade me chasing after this boy that I had a big crush on, like, come to me, come to me. I love you. I love you. <laughs> He's not going to come to me by any means. <laughs> um, yeah. But with that being said, it's all about the time that you are putting in reconnecting with your purpose and your intention and the value that you bring. So take money off of the goddamn shelf. Remember that you are the value. Show up as the beautiful gift that you are. Connect with your community in that way. And then that's going to resonate. That's when the abundance will flow when you show up that way. Give me an example of when your money mindset was bad Versus when your money mindset's been great. What is the difference? (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm like, the difference is all of the work that I've done in the back end. But it's also that immediate shift that you can take within yourself to know like, okay, that's just a thought for a moment. You know, that's just a little fear that, that I might not, that that person might not want to work with me or that I might not achieve this certain level that I want. Just reminding yourself that that's okay. That's just a thought everyone's purpose in life or everyone's purpose within their business is not to go get another client or to go get this. When you stop seeing people as the number and you reconnect with the, the reason why you actually started your business, like the true intention behind it, the feelings that you desire to evoke, the impact that you want to create, that's when everything else is like, that's when the money comes. And when it's like effortless within you to show up that way um i'm such a huge fan you may not know who he is because you're um over in america um but richard branson do you know who he is i, I yeah yeah he's yeah. actually yeah. a high school dropout so, uh, as well. yes yes absolutely yeah high school dropout um and one of the things that he said i've read all of his books i think they're amazing one of the things he says in his books is if you're chasing the money, you'll fail every time. If you stop chasing the money and realize why you're doing something, you will more than succeed. Yeah. And he doesn't talk anything about mindset work in his books. It is literally all about the practical side of it. It's like, again, if you're chasing, if we come back to like, if you're like seeking that guy, you know, and you're desperate, so desperate, like, I need to be loved, I need to be loved. That is the most off-putting thing in the world that that person will just go, ah, 
and run in the opposite direction versus why do you want to be in a relationship what feels good about being in a relationship you can you know I've kind of went on saying this is about a money mindset but you can equally trans every mindset that's a block for you you can equally kind of unwrap it and go right okay well it's literally you're either in acceptance or resistance depending on how you feel about the outcome yes and you know it's just kind of it's remembering as well that even if you have worked at your money blocks to get to to build your business to 10 gay months and then to get to that there's always going to be another money block it's it is like being in a relationship right like if you've been single for a while and you start dating the next block is going to be am i ready to be in a relationship the next block is going to be am i ready to move in with him like it's there's always going to be some another level that's going to unfold yeah yeah and it's like every next level requires a new mindset doesn't it mm -hmm. next level identity yep yeah 100 percent. so what if there's somebody out there listening and they're really struggling with money mindset what what advice would you give or what steps would you um, invite them to take? Yeah, so it depends on exactly where you are with your money mindset, where you are within your business. Now, if you're just beginning your business and you're struggling, then you do need to have income that's coming in from another level because you're never, it's going to be a very hard time to get out of that scarcity state, right? Moving forward, mm -hmm. going through that and start to think about where are you putting all of your energy going into those 20k months making that that money jump and that expansiveness requires of you to spend more time within yourself less time showing up on social media because you feel like you need to less time checking all of your analytics and your emails less time working 10 to 12 hour days draining yourself repeating the same behaviors that got you to where you are right now and yeah. stepping into how you can step into a new energetic level. So what does that mean? Working less. For me, like I am just almost done with the 75 day hard challenge, which is just like so freaking expansive for me because it required me to push myself past all of my edges. What was the 75 hard day challenge about? Because I've seen you post on stories. So explain to me exactly what that challenge yes. has been. Yes, so, um, and this is actually interesting because I am going to be running something similar to this come the fall, but I will be sharing that later on. Um, but it's a challenge in itself where you have to do, you commit to doing a specific activity every single day for 75 days. And it's not just a specific activity, it's activities. So the activities require you to work out twice a day for 45 minutes, each um, once at night, once in the morning, and one has to be an outdoor activity. They cannot be consecutive because it has to be something that challenges you to step out of what you're doing. You have to drink a gallon of water a day. You looked at my water bottle when we first got on the call. <laughs> I was like... Damn, that's massive, or it's just the angle of the camera. <laughs> um, you have, you're required to follow a specific diet, um, read 10 pages of a book every day, which I do, no alcohol. Um, there might be a few other things, but there are a lot of things that if you cut all of this out of your life, it creates the ability to see where you may have been holding yourself back. So have you done this 
so this 75 days challenge is this being done with a business coach or a PT like personal no training? it's um there's a guy who invented it I think I mean don't I, I might not be accurate with this I think he was in the military I'm not sure his name is Andy Frisella sounds very military <laughs> doesn't it <laughs> It's a very masculine challenge and a lot of people do it for the physical aspect, but it's so much Mm -hmm. mindset. Like it totally pushes you past all of your edges. So just outside of that, because I have a lot of people listening that are not coaches to the podcast. How would you, what could you say to them that aren't coaches that, you know, don't have 10K months? And how they could work on their money mindset when their money comes to them from a specific source in a sense of they work for somebody else. They work for somebody else. Yeah, like how could you give them money mindset advice? Because money mindset with people who work in their own business, okay, well, you can just, you can try to earn more money because you could do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. You could visualize more clients um, or more sales. But if you're just got a standard salary, how would you help somebody that had money mindset with a standard I, th- I do believe it's pretty much the same thing, essentially, right? Because you are telling the world, I am worthy yeah. of this with your time. So if you have a money mindset yeah. of yeah. with the specific job that you've accepted and they are giving you that salary, you've told themselves that you've told yeah. yourself and them that that's what your your value is. So how are you going to change that? How are you going to change your value? How are you going to open yourself to receiving more money? And that is doing the energetic work. That is doing the meditations. That is journaling about what blocks brought you here and creating the capacity within yourself to see, and this is where the health comes in. This is where the health aspect comes in. Because if you are doing the same things over and over again, it's going to be really hard to see where you are holding yourself back or what's different. So you have to begin to change physical behaviors that you have currently within that you're doing every single day to begin to see what behaviors are creating that and what subconscious beliefs you have that you're projecting out into the world. Yeah. Because most jobs, whatever title you have, the salary bracket and the banding can be so wide. So even if you're thinking, well, I only earn X because I do this, there could be another company willing to pay you 10 grand more. But it's whether you allow that in and you allow yourself to believe that you're worthy of that extra 10K, that you even feel good enough to earn what you earn now, or you're willing to kind of ask for a raise. Like a friend of mine who started doing the mindset work, and I actually spoke about it a few weeks ago on the podcast, and she started to think differently. She works as a teacher, and she decided to go for a new job, and she'd visualized it, manifested. She got the job. But what she did was, she just thought, you know what it is? I'm going to chance it, and I'm going to see if I can ask for more money. Now, because of the brand, the the banding of where salary is with with teachers if you go in at a certain level there it's it's very difficult to ask for more money if you're already on that money so it's not granted that you'll automatically get more money it normally comes with 
I don't know, you'll be in charge of a certain area within the school or you'll be head or you'll be assistant head. Like that's how the money normally comes. And she just chanced it and said, you know, is there any chance of an increase of X? And they said, I'm not sure, but we look into it. And she managed to get the extra money just because she asked. Yes. And, you know, this is a this is a horrible thing just in itself. But as women, we are taught to put our needs behind everyone else. A lot of us were modeled that way to be people pleasers, to, to, to put everyone else's needs in front of our own. And with that being said, we were, a lot of us weren't taught how to receive, whether it's money, compliments, love, in so many different ways, right? So that affects our capacity to ask for more because we don't even know how to receive. Some of us do. I've learned how to receive, but yeah, it is. It is, and there's so many. It's like every single part of our uh, of our journey, and I always think of it in decades. Like what you learn in your twenties will be so different than what you learn in your thirties versus your forties, etc. And it doesn't matter what stage of life you're at, but everything is a learning journey. So whatever blocks your feeling right now, it is simple as going deep on where they came from, what caused you to feel that way. Yeah. Go on, oh, I was, I was going to say that if the one thing I could do, if I could go back in time is to tell my, I would have somebody tell my 16 year old self, don't worry. Getting older is actually really, really good. It's not scary. It's good. Because I love my 40s. <laughs> yeah, I do, honestly. Like, but I, if I look back at every, you know, since I got out of the depression in, in my mid-20s, I think every time after that has just been like, how am I going to enjoy what I'm doing now? Because feeling that way was awful. So how am I going to enjoy this year? How am I going to enjoy this moment? How am I going to enjoy this day? Anyway, we digress. Right, going back to, before I leave you, um, what do, do you have, and if you can't think of one off the top of your head, then I shall cut this out. Um, do you have a lovely manifestation story that you're like, do you know what? I sat and I manifested on it and there's no way that it could be coincidence because it actually manifested X, Y, and Z. Like what good manifestation? Oh, this is how the universe works. This is really, this is a, not, I'm going to make this long story, a shorter version. Just give me a second. Um, did you ever watch the show Beverly Hills 90210? It was a, it, it was a TV no. show here in the States when I was... It was bigger over there than it was over here. When I was I think, in my early yeah. teens or something. It always made me want to... I lived in Connecticut. It made me want to live in California. I always wanted to live in California. But then dropped out of high school, got into comfort zone living, d did all these different things. When I had gone back to school, I wanted to go get my master's degree at the University of Connecticut. And the reason why, the only reason why I wanted to go to the University of Connecticut was because I had a male crush who went to the University of Connecticut. So I wanted to be, I wanted to have a degree from the same school that he did. So all of my professors had told me that I was a shoe in it was going to happen. They did, they denied me. They didn't accept me. I was brokenhearted. I went home, applied the last day of application to the University of Southern California which was a top 10 school. And the other one was like in the hundreds or something. I ended up getting accepted. 
packing my bags, driving cross country, coming to the University of Southern California. And it was my, I didn't even realize until I got here that it was my childhood dream that had manifested and it just had taken a while to come to fruition. Oh my goodness. Wow. So you moved to California like in your 30s? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. and then never left? Yeah, well, no, I was, yeah. actually, it hasn't even been a decade yet. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, is there anything else that you want to leave with in terms of how people can get in touch with you or a little bit about the work that you do? Yeah, so um, a couple of things. So you can find me on Instagram at I am Melissa Fino. And then I do have, I just created um, Six Figure Wealth Meditations, which is this kind of like abundance bundle, which I'm sharing within my community. So I can give you the link and they can have access to it. Um, It's actually seven different meditations. One is an hour long meditation, which is like this energetic flow, inspiring, like super good juju thing. Um, so yeah, I'd love to share that with your audience. Oh, amazing. Okay. So I will make sure that that link is in the show notes for everyone. And I'll also put the link to Melissa's, um, Instagram as well. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It has been an absolute pleasure. I can't believe we're eventually talking after all this time. And as soon as I hit stop on this podcast, then we're going to have a good little catch up probably after as well. So thank you very much, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, It has been a beautiful conversation and I'm just um, excited to work with you and connect and impact more lives in this way. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judontcoaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.